Hey everybody and welcome to the American Citizens Podcast. My name is Gray, joined by Josh. Good afternoon, Josh. Good afternoon, Gray. It has been a very busy week. That <laughs> culminated a, a lot of weirdness last night and this morning that we're definitely going to get to. Um, well, last night, whenever we're hearing this, Tuesday night, Wednesday morning, our time. Um, which we will definitely be covering. Um, but we have a lot to talk about. We have... New rumors, we have new signings, we have an actual preseason game that has happened, and another one coming up right around the corner, um, tonight actually. Um, so, let's get right to it. Let's let's start with, with, the, with the pressing story that, that started last night and continued this morning, and that a bunch of fairly reliable sources, including Sam Lee, say... Okay, City are making a world record bid for Kylian Mbappe, and Guardiola is personally trying to convince him away from Real Madrid. And then this morning, City quite obviously briefed the press and said, no, we're not. I don't know what happened here, because it's not like a bunch of unreliable rumors started and were shot down by reliable people. It's, it's reliable people on both sides reporting this as fact. Um... So I, you know, I had a couple theories. I was like, one, okay, we're being used to make Real Madrid pay up. Two, you know, I, I don't, I don't know. I really don't know on this. It seems far flung to me, though, and I'm not. You know, it it, it seems like kind of a significant shift in their their goals. I mean, not that they haven't been interested in Mbappe, but with Alexis Sanchez still being out there, you know, that my first thought was that they got something discouraging on that. But I, I don't know because it's 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 a rather abrupt shift in policy from what we've been hearing all summer if they are indeed going through with something like this right now. Well, okay. So here's the part of the talks that I have questions about. There, it, first thing is being reported is that uh, he's had talks with Guardiola, but that, that they were also waiting for an official approach. Like, both of those things cannot be true. If he's talked to Guardiola without the official approach, then Manchester City have tapped up and a transfer ban is forthcoming. Um, that that would be bad. But in the event that all of this stuff is done in the reverse order and and they got the the or or you know they're these were separate reports and Sam was just kind of dispensing them all at one time, um, which is also possible. Uh, the, the, the one thing that stood out to me is that Mbappe supposedly talked to Guardiola's and, and it is more encouraged by the chance to play at Manchester City uh, and and getting football at Manchester City as opposed to Real Madrid, um, and I'm like, okay, Manchester City just bought Bernardo Silva, they just bought Raheem Sterling, they just bought Leroy Sané, they have David Silva, they just bought Kevin De Bruyne, like they have a wealth of attackers, and. 
I'm already trying to figure out where Alexis fits into this supposed juggernaut scheme of things. Uh, I'm guessing the right side, he'll play on the right side and take Raheem Sterling will take a backseat to him would be my guess. I mean, I think he wants to rotate more this year, but I would imagine that Sanchez would get the bulk of playing time on the right side if that goes through. Yeah, because I don't see Sané switching to the right-hand side, and clearly he's the guy on the left. He had his coming-out party last year. Guardiola is definitely encouraged by what he's seen from the kid, and there's no reason not to be. I mean, he's he's clearly a very, very, very talented footballer, and actually, once he stops doing some of the more odd things and and the misfirings here and there and the extra touches and the this and the that and he just settles in and plays his game he'll actually have more goals like there were a lot of wasted opportunities for Sané last year because he, he tried to do one too many tricks or one too many touches um and and he still had a damn good year so um I, I I struggle to to figure out where Mbappe is encouraged by the amount of football he's going to get at Manchester City. Like, unless Guardiola plans to replace Sonny on the left. Um, it's just, I, I don't know, man. Yeah, uh, I... I that... Sanchez makes a lot of sense. Maybe Mbappe switches to the right-hand side, but I I just, I don't know. I don't, it doesn't make sense to me. And Manchester City didn't want to pay that price for Paul Pogba. I don't see why they'd pay that price for for Mbappe. Like... I mean, my working theory was that they became convinced that he's moving this summer no matter what. And they said, look, we, we've got to do this because if we don't try, then, you know, what's our, we're not going to get another chance. You know, if he goes somewhere, he's probably not leaving for a very long well, unless time. He, unless he's a flop, in which right. case, in which you case know. They won't want him. But anyway, so the, it's, I, I wonder if that was it. And then you have uh, both Sam Lee and the Spanish press reporting that Madrid would possibly have to sell Gareth Bale to Manchester United to finance a move, open up a spot for him, and it's like, this is a lot of moving parts. Um, I, I, I don't... Then why would they have to sell Gareth Bale? Like, somebody somebody posed this question, who was he actually a United fan on there. He's like, so the second richest club in the entire world that haven't has, spent money this summer that, yet. That, ha, that, that, that that made like 100 and some odd million in, in transfer fees would needs to sell Gareth Bale to buy Mbappe and, and he's like that doesn't even make sense to me as he you know like he didn't say this explicitly but it was implied like that doesn't even make sense to me as a United fan like like we're all for being linked with Gareth Bale but like this 
Bale has said he doesn't want to go anywhere. Florentino Perez continue. I don't know. Florentino Perez obviously could have moved on from Bale, and whether or not he feels he's the quote-unquote future of Real Madrid. Um, it, But, you know, Bale had... Bale had a body of work before Madrid bought him. And I know that Madrid can afford these fees. Bale was the best player in England the year before he went to Madrid. Right. And and Mbappe was, you know, the best player in Ligue 1 in a year that, you know... Wasn't all that awe-inspiring yeah, unless I, you were, unless you were Monaco. I I just even if you know even assuming for a second that all this is true, I remain deeply unconvinced that Manchester City could win the race for for Kylian Mbappe. And I say that because look, if you put yourself in the shoes of an 18-year-old French kid, uh, which like Mbappe is, and you say you you have Zinedine Zidane calling you up, telling you. Hey, come play for Real Madrid. I'll sell Gareth Bale to accommodate you. That is a heck of a thing to say no to. You know, I don't care how good Guardiola is. I, I have no doubt Guardiola will be a factor in whatever is going on or whatever isn't going on or whatever, whatever. whatever. Yeah, but this kid's French. You know, he yeah. isn't Spanish. Like he isn't. He hasn't grown up beholden to Guardiola. Yeah. Zidane means probably every bit as much, if not more so, than. I mean, that, it's, it's Zidane. I you don't have to explain this in, in France. So I think that even, even if this is all true and they are going to make that bid and they are rivaling Madrid for him, I think it's going to end up being a really hard sell, personally. Yeah, I do too. If they're willing to sell Gareth Bale, then all he has to overcome is Isco. And Isco is an incredible playmaker, but I don't know that he actually racks up the goals the way this kid is expected to rack up goals. And so, um, and Madrid are going to be playing in enough competitions that this kid would would find himself in, in, in a lot of football. Um, if if Zidane wanted to mix it up and and play Isco in La Liga and Champions League, but but Mbappe and and everything else, I I just I I see the footballing opportunities at Madrid to be more robust than at Man City. Um, but like. But like I said, if, if we're projecting Sanchez on the right and they go in for Mbappe, one would assume that 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 would mean Sanchez isn't coming. And if Sanchez does come, then I just frankly have no idea what the hell Manchester City are telling these people. And there doesn't seem but, to be any indication that anything has changed on the Sanchez front in the last week. I mean, no. PSG. Until he makes a public proclamation and agitates for a move, it's I just said. not going to change. I said, yeah, I said, look, if he wants this to happen, he's just going to have to start throwing a fit because Arsenal will be content to, you know, as long as Arsenal are led to believe that there is any chance that he signs a new contract, any chance whatsoever that they can convince him to sign a new contract, he just needs, 
I've seen the comparison made to the Robin Van Persie transfer, and I think that's very good because they're similar ages. They're both obviously very important players to Arsenal. Both entering the last year of their contract, both subject to interest from a Premier League rival. And what happened there was Van Persie just literally went out with a statement, I'm not re-signing. So there you have it. He's just going to have to do the same thing. Because as long as Arsenal think that they can keep him, they are going to do everything they can to keep him. So he's just going to have to come out and be like, no, we can win the freaking league next year, but I will still not not sign a new contract with you. That's the end of it. Um, that's, that's what it's going to have to take. And that's really the only new thing I have to add on that saga is that he's just... I know PSG were interested for a week. That seems to have faded quickly because he's demanding 500000 uh, euros a week. He was actually willing to take less to sign for Manchester City, which I'm sure is going to bother the hell out of some people. Um, but, you know, it's just... They're stuck in a holding pattern until Sanchez really starts to kick up a fuss. And I don't know if he will. City still think that this is going to get done, so maybe they think when it comes down to it, he will. I don't know. I'm not privy to that information, but that's, you know... He's just going to have to start whining. That's all there is to it. Yeah, that's pretty much what it comes down to. Sometimes you just have to agitate for a move. Um, It will obviously not endear you to fans but you 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 don't have to do it in in a you know right you you don't have to actually agitate to do this you can say look i have played a, a number of years here in london and and given it my all like are any Arsenal fan who's ever come out to see me play knows that I've left everything on the pitch. And I honestly feel for me, it's time to move on and take on a different challenge. Like I, despite I, all the assurances that Alexis would have gotten during his time at Arsenal, it's like, we've gotten worse every year and now we're out of the champions league. So, you know what? Yeah, he, he but, really wants to go scorched earth, you know. He's like, well, what the heck? Do you, why should I take you at your word when you have done nothing to make us better? I think the acquisition of Lacazette yeah, that's, this that's year. Yeah, that's a really I, good signing, but it's... I mean, the general point... I, I wonder yeah. how Lacazette's going to do, I mean, at, at his size when the Premier League is actually, like you know when it's on i know he has a stunning conversion rate but in a much more physical league where he will have to compete for every single ball i i wonder i believe he's five foot nine something like that i mean there's two ways to make up for that that is with really strong with it with it with solid physicality which is what aguero does despite being relatively slight of frame or just being so much better than everyone else, which is what David Silva does, despite our being yes, a slight of frame. He is he is five foot nine. Yeah, and well, and the thing about David Silva is he's more of a playmaker than a scorer. Um, and, and and Aguero is a hulking mass at his size. Um, you know, I I just I I seriously wonder how it's going to play out for. Uh, 
I mean, Aguero is is obviously a little bit shorter than Lacazette. He's five foot eight. Even Gabriel Jesus, he's, he's not like he's not a mountain like Aguero is, but he's he's quick, he's shifty, and he finds spaces. He's really he's he's talented in that regard. So and he does have I think sort of he's South, in the right South, system. South American junkyard dog mentality that they have out there. Um, that, that sort of works the same way as, say, Sanchez does, or Luis Suarez did when he was at Liverpool that made him so good. He's obviously not to that level yet, but I think the seeds are there for that sort of thing. And you're right, he is in the right system. So there's ways to make this work. Yeah. Um, of I'm course, just we, curious. We've Anytime watched Finger, somebody... Yeah, we've watched Finger play this, this, the same style of football so long that just sort of sure, uh, get, throws physicality out the window. It just sort of relies on walking through teams that sometimes works, sometimes doesn't. And you you wonder how that's going to fit. I think he's an immensely talented player, and I think that he could thrive in the Premier League if he's in the right place with the right people and makes the right adaptations to his game. Whether he'll do that, I don't know. Yeah, I have no real clue how it's going to work out. When I mention his size, I'm always curious when when smaller uh, forwards from from lesser leagues how they're going to do when they come over. I mean, we make much ado actually about the physicality of the Premier League, but in truth, as you pointed out, there's a lot of success for small forwards, um, and I mean. Look, even Chicharito as a poacher is 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 going to find goals for West Ham, who I think have had actually a hell of a summer for. Nice goals, yeah. They're 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 work operating on sort of the low key second tier of the market, but they're doing really well in it. Um, yeah. So yeah, I and I think Zabaleta is going to be. I fine in that system because he's not going to be asked to be bombing up and down the wings. I'm surprised <laughs> if they don't finish back to the top half next season. Yeah, I, I mean, it, it it's you know obviously a lot of city people are going to be looking on West Ham with with a different tint next year. You know, Zabaleta being over there is is sort of a. Uh, it, it'll make West Ham a second team for a lot of people because they, you know, especially people who love Joe Hart and Zabaleta, it'd kind of be hard not to have West Ham as your, you know, at least hope they do well, if nothing else. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, this isn't the West Ham Citizens podcast or anything. <laughs> let's but, let's but, stop but, talking about players that we might sign and talk about players that we actually have signed. How's that? Yeah, I yeah. Let's. That would be great. Yeah. We, I, both both you and I let, let's let's put a cap on this Mbappe thing. Alright, let's do out of ten. How much do you believe any of this Mbappe stuff? That doesn't mean you're calling anyone a liar. I'm just saying in your own gut, in your own uh, intuition, what is it saying about this Mbappe story? Six? Here's here's my, my theory. They are genuinely interested. I don't think anyone doubts that they're genuinely interested. They have been for a while. Um... They have been poking at quoted prices and seeing what it would take. I'm not sure that the... And I, I have no doubt that if he is allowed, 
if he could get away with it, Guardiola has spoken to him. But I don't know that they've met the coded price, and I don't think that they are particularly close to beating Real Madrid for him. How's that? Uh, that is fair. Um, I think that they are, I would give it a four in that I agree with you that they are definitely interested. I just don't see any practicality to it. And I think that, as you said, once, if things got going, I just see Mbappe, like, if he's handed two packets, one of which is Real Madrid, one of which is Manchester City, and they're, like, both have made genuine approaches about you and would like you to come join their club this season, you know, if, you know, you're interested or whatever, here's here's the information. It's I, I, yeah, I, I just have a hard time seeing... And I don't begrudge him that. Like I said, that is a heck of a draw for, for yeah. someone like him. I mean, who, who, what club has the opportunity? Like, what club in Europe is poised to win a UCL more than Real Madrid right now? Like, <clears throat> Barca still have. I know they signed Semedo. And they're going to hope that Jordi Alba has a much better season, but... And they're going to hope that all this Neymar stuff is just bluffing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They're de- well, if, if that's the case, then, then Barca could just turn around and buy Mbappe, which is what I would do if I were Barca. Be like, that That would be a tug if you're Mbappe. Do you want to play next to Messi, or do you want to be Ronaldo's replacement? You know, like it's I, I I don't know, man. Um, it's 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 gonna be crazy. I just think it's at a four. I I don't think City are gonna get get too far in this. They generally, I've not. Let me just I'll wrap it up by saying this. I've not seen a lot of evidence to support the notion that City would buy a player upwards of a hundred million pound. Yeah. It's a fair place to uh, suppose on it. But they will buy a player for fifty million pounds and that's exactly yes, what they they've done will. for Benjamin Mendy, who uh, you know, in typical city fashion is signed but already injured, so will not play for two to three weeks. Um but uh, how the hell did he get injured? What did I miss? My guess is that he was already injured. He hadn't been training at Monaco. Ah. So Whatever. The important thing is, he's in the door. He is a city player, apparently on a six-year deal, which means that he's going to be around for a long time. Um, beyond the obvious, the physical attributes and the skill that he brings on the pitch, I remember seeing uh, during the during while reading, it was during the Danny Alves saga, uh, and I believe Sam Lee wrote that Guardiola felt that City do not have enough characters in their dressing room and that the Danny Alves was supposed to be one he obviously went elsewhere and then Alex Colorado surprised them by asking for the Roma move which they were able to sanction which was the other one that was cited so City I, be- I think in Guardiola's eyes would have been left with a rather flat locker room without those two guys Benjamin Mendy looks like a character 
And I have to admit that it grated on me a little bit during the saga with all the trolling and the selfies with the finger to the lips and all that. And I was just like, oh, for God's sake, sign already. But now that he has, he seems like a guy who could definitely, beyond being a class player, really liven up some of those some of some of the players in that dressing room at this point because he looks like a lot of fun yeah he does um i think aguero is starting to become a character Uh, i mean you're starting to see like he messed with phil foden you know, I, I think Aguero is gaining this confidence under Guardiola. And maybe Mendy and he will uh, be pranksters. I don't know. That would be awesome. It seems like he gets there once they bring him out of his shell. He was really shy last year. Yeah, was that Sane? Was that Sane's tattoo of himself? <laughs> yes. Okay, alright. See... You know what my first thought was when I saw that? Please tell me. It was, first of all, it was all two very long sessions, and I'm all, they weren't long enough. Like, some of that looks really good, and other parts of it, I'm like, that's not really that, you you paid a lot of money for that? Like, I don't know, as, as a tattoo perfectionist, I'm like, wow. But uh, uh, I guess it's it's better than the Stevo one, you it's, know? It's a, ra- it's a rather boss move, isn't it? Like, no, it's here, definitely here a boss I, move. Here I am. Look at me on my back. Here's the thing. Me. Portraits are really, really, really hard to do. And a lot of people have friends that are tattoo artists, and they'll go to a friend or their buddy that knows somebody. And that tattoo artist may be really, really good at a lot of things, but they're not good at portraits. It seems like he found a tattoo artist that was good at a lot of things, but I don't think they're good at portraits. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh... I, I, frankly more power to him if he likes it you know what yeah sure sure it's all about what he likes it's a bit off in the face but i will let that that's what bugs me that's what i'm saying okay so i didn't even have to say it you said exactly what bugs me and i know nothing about tattoos right that's why i'm I'm terrified of needles everyone on twitter who uses the needle emoji for transfer rumors i hate you your tweets squick me out i get nervous and tense when i see them that is how much I hate needles. Go on. I have a full sleeve on my left arm. I couldn't do anything close to that. Yeah, I, see, I, when I get shots, I have to make sure that I never see the needle. If I don't see the needle, I'm fine. But if I see the needle, I'm like, ah. That's, that's my life. So stop using the needle emoji. It's bad. Carry on. No, so okay, like, like, I, what, what, what is your personal opinion about the the, the tattoo? I think it's hilarious. <laughs> right, right, right. But I'm saying I'm talking but, about the artwork. But I think it's a little. The face sticks out to me in a bad way. See, and that's that's what I'm saying. Like, I I don't I didn't even really have to bring it up. You just kind of mentioned it. 
uh, it's the face. It, it, it just that's why I say like his tattoo artist is really good at some things. Book portraits aren't one of them because some parts of that tattoo look really, really, really good. But the parts where it's a portrait, like he just he struggles, and I don't know. Like, look here. Here's what. Here's the only thing that ever matters with tattoos is the recipient happy with it. Sane felt so happy with it that he showed it off to the internet. So, check. Uh, You know, he obviously... uh, 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 He sat there uh, for two very long, it was in quote, sessions. So, I mean, you have to be dedicated to it if you're going to sit through two sessions. I... I know I've sat through something that is, 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 you know, it took 12 hours. Um, so I totally get, you know, having, having, uh, a lengthy session. So it, it, but my point there is, is if you're willing to sit through somebody poking you with a needle for that long, you have to, a really enjoy what's going on in your body and and be be really excited about it. So uh, that's all that really matters. So it doesn't it doesn't matter what we think about the tattoo. Sane is kind of digging it. Exactly. Like, and he can always get it touched up too, because I'm sure. Yeah. My I, philosophy I'm, in life, if 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 you if you want to do something and you enjoy it and it doesn't hurt anybody else, more power to you. Basically. So, basically, let's 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 talk about uh, Benjamin Mendy on the field. I, for one, am salivating at the proposition of him and Leroy Sané linking up on the left-hand side for the next six years or more, probably more, as long as they both work out. That's going to be a joy, and that is going to be. Uh, you know, I remember when when Jesus Navas played right back for them a couple times last year, and we talked about um, we we talked about how. Even though Navas is not an actual right back, you could just see there was a difference in having actual pace down that side that the other guys that they have had all along have not brought. Now they have pace on both sides, and Mendy and Walker are going to be bombing down both wings, linking up with Sané and whoever happens to be on the right. That is going to be... That alone is going to advance Guardiola's philosophy like several notches. Yeah, and you saw it with Kyle Walker just, like, bombing down to cover, you know, various different man, uh, Manchester United players in their first friendly. Um, you could just see. It was like, holy crap, it's nice to have pace along. And that was just one fullback, you know? Like, I mean, now they'll have Danilo, too, who has a bit of pace to him as well. So... I mean, he's not going to be nearly as fast as Mendy, but, you know, he he, he can do the damn job, hopefully. Um, so, you know, right now it's we know we know tonight that that Walker and, and Danilo will play because they're the only two fullbacks on the roster. So we can safely predict two of the positions for tonight. More or less, yes. Um, but 
Look, I'm I'm really excited about Mendy. I I think that I'm he's more a character. Yeah, I, I'm more excited about Mendy than Walker, honestly, because like I'm not trying to like rag on Kyle Walker. I think he's a good player, but I I don't think he's a fifty million dollar player. I don't care that they paid fifty million for him. You know, English premium, Daniel Levy, whatever. Do what you need to do to get, you know. This, the summer's business, I mean, City got played hard on Mendy in particular. I mean, they were originally quoted $40 million, tried to negotiate it down. Well, 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 I mean, if you When you put yourself in a position where you need to sign four fullback, three or four fullbacks in one summer, then you don't have a lot of room to do any negotiating. And you're going to get hurt on prices. That's bad succession planning, but that's another story. I, I mean, at that same token, Gilfie Sigurdsson, like, I mean, you saw Sam Lee tweet about this, yeah. like, but what, what they're asking for him, like, in a world where that's, that, you know, Everton can, you know, obviously do whatever they want, um, I, I don't have an issue with it, but just as to Sam clear, said, I, I don't have an issue on the price that they ultimately paid, I think. You know, if reports are true, then there was a point that they could have gotten him cheaper, and I think they overplayed their hand. But that's neither here nor there. Like I said, at the end of the day, I don't really care what they're paying for these guys. They can afford it. If they can afford it, then I don't care. It's yeah. Not, it's not City's job to make sure that the transfer market is fair for everyone else. That's not their job. So, no. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, abs- I'm absolutely fine with it. But I'm more excited for Mendy than Walker because I, I just... I think he's just a better player. Honestly, that's is is my opinion. I think he's. I think City have just signed a stalwart for the next decade. Honestly, I think it's a huge, huge signing. I I I don't know if I'm there with you on Mendy. I'm I'm not saying that I'm not. I just I need to see more of him. I need to see how it works. I, I Kyle Walker is a guy who is you know the PFA team of the year. Um, I, I mean, obviously you know guys can 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 make that who who aren't amazing. So, but. I, I still think it's a testament to Walker. I mean, obviously he went for what he went for, but I would I would agree with you that in terms of their overall quality and what they can do, that Mendy is probably the more talented player. I I think there I've seen a lot of Spurs fans bemoan Kyle Walker's crossing. Um, whereas that seems to be very much a part of Benjamin Mendy's game, which is really what City need is is our fullbacks who can cross the damn ball in. Um, so if 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 they have that, uh, then then you know when Mendy can do that and do that well, then I mean I suspect that Gabriel Jesus and, and Sergio Aguero are, are going to play together a lot next year in some capacity. I don't know how it's going to work out. I just suspect that they will. Um, so I don't know. It'll, 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 it'll be interesting to see how, how the attacking formations for City line up next year. My guess is we're going to see a lot of strange permutations of certain things. I, I think he's going to fiddle around with things a fair bit. You know, game by game. 
Yeah, it's not like that. That strict positionless football, or whatever you want to call it, but it, it, there is going to be some fluidity in how these guys play. There's no doubt in my mind. Uh, yeah, yeah, I would think so. And I think that how they match up will largely depend on what Guardiola sees as the best possible combination against that team. So, I mean, you you obviously have guys that'll be stalwarts, like you mentioned, Benjamin Mendy, most likely because he's the only actual left back in the in the team. So, but but well, let's let's use that opportunity to talk about Dan- Danilo because you know, kind of a guy who came out of nowhere after the Danny Alves thing fell through. They basically spent the thirty billion that they had allotted toward Ryan Bertrand to bring him in because they had to. Um, a guy who is naturally a right back, but also can play left back as well as in the defensive midfield, uh, which Guardiola has hinted that he might be used there. Um, it's, you know, this was a guy who was really highly rated at Porto, as a lot of Porto guys are, before moving and not proving to be as highly rated as they could have been. But, um, you know... He's, it's a guy with the physical tools to fit in this system. I think the hope is that, you know, $30 million is a lot of money, but it's, a, it's not... It's, I can't believe I'm about to say this, but at this point in this market, it's not a gigantic fee. Um, so there's, I hope... No, it's relatively efficient buy. It, it really is. I... I Brief tangent. Six years ago, Sergio Aguero cost $38 million and broke the city's transfer, club transfer record. We have gone really mad in the last six years, but, you know, again, not my problem. Um, but, yeah, it's it's an efficient buy, and I think the hope here is that, A, he's versatile. Guardiola, we know he, he loves his versatility. He can cover a few different positions. And, B, maybe Guardiola can unlock something in him that was sort of lost at Real Madrid after he left Porto. I think this is a pretty nice signing. If I might not work out, I am already mentally preparing myself for the fact that he might go the way of Fernando and Mangala and the other ex-Porto players they've brought in that have just not been able to cut it at this level. I'm prepared for that possibility, but I think it's a worthwhile effort given the situation of their roster right now. Um... I don't know how I feel about uh, uh, Danilo. I mean, he's not a guy who inspires me. At the same time, he's not a guy who uh, uh, doesn't inspire me. I, I, I frankly, I'm not sure what to make of him. And so I'm kind of holding out judgment until I see. Because like you said, he's a guy who was very highly rated at Porto, made the move to Real Madrid. It's not a move that worked out. Um, This doesn't mean anything, but I love Danilo on FIFA and I often play with him because of that versatility. So it's kind of odd that he's now a Man City player. It's not something I ever imagined would happen. It's weird that it did it because it just kind of happened. Um, uh, Yeah, so it's kind of weird that he is now with Manchester City. It's not something that I ever thought would happen uh, or imagined would happen, uh, uh, but 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 at the same time, I, I think that's kind of how it went down as a transfer. It came out of nowhere. Um, 
you know, uh, city were kind of, they needed, uh, they needed cover. They needed to get somebody in and Real Madrid were looking to sell. They were looking to offload Danilo. They, they, this, you know, he just didn't, didn't make, he didn't work out there. And so I think he's probably looking for a second lease on life, the chance to reinvent himself as a footballer. And and playing with Guardiola gives him that opportunity. As you've already stated, you know, uh, Guardiola mentioned that he may play a lot of defensive midfield. You know, if that that's fantastic. If that's if that's what works out for him, and and he becomes a damn good center defensive midfielder, I don't think anyone's going to complain about that. Um, so uh, I. I He's a guy that I just don't have an opinion of. If that, if if I'm allowed that, sense. yeah, if I'm allowed that, um, I, I kind of want to see how he does. And, and, Life and well spent. I'm, I guess you would say excited. I'm excited to see if if this is a guy that can that can help Man City further their goals. Um, I feel like this is a good place to answer one of our questions because, you know, we've already talked about Walker because that's a signing that, that got done a while ago. And now City have Mendy, they have Walker, and they have Danilo who can flip to either side. Do you think they still need a fourth fullback? Um. I wish they could, but I don't think it's possible for them to do it this summer, if that makes sense. I think they're just going to have to skate by for a year with these three and then probably sign another rotational left back next summer, or maybe even in January, I don't know. But I'm not 100% comfortable with it, but again, they don't seem to be in any position where they're going to be held up and held over a barrel for Ryan Bertrand. Nor should they be, really. So it's 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 a situation that I think the reality of the situation dictates that they're just not going to be able to do it this summer, although I would like them to, and I bet they would like to. But it's just kind of where it stands right now. There's, you know, it's really hard to sign four fullbacks in one summer, and that's why Alves was such a huge blow, because if they can get Alves for free, then they can drop $30 million on Ryan Bertrand and get four. But I think that screwed them over, and I think that that's just going to be it for the summer, honestly. Yeah, I I I kind of feel that same way. I feel like PSG are trying everything. They're they're pissing off a lot of clubs, and they don't care, which is kind of funny, you know, because it's not their job to care. It's their job to win football games and to get better as a football club. And as far as they're concerned, finishing second to Monaco means giving Neymar half the team. So, (laughs) I mean, holy crap. Can you imagine if City did that? Can you imagine if City were offering Neymar, like, here, like, like, like some booster is going to give Neymar $222 million so that he can buy him his own ass out so that 
uh, uh, PSG are not on the hook for the financial fair play. Like, that is a magnificent workaround. Like, that isn't even trying to, like, you're, you're, you're not even disguising what you are doing. You are blatantly flipping the bird to, to FFP and saying, look, now that the rules have been relaxed, we figured out a way around the BS. Like, Manchester City are clearly uh, able to sell a lot more rights and stuff and, and pull in that money because the Premier League is such a, a wanted commodity, but that the same can't be said of League uh So PSG have to do things a different way. They don't... They don't have a quarter of a billion dollars or, or, or pounds or euros or whatever because they were able to sell their rights to a Chinese consortium. Like, City are technically, I think, still operating in the black. Like, <laughs> I mean, they've still got massive amounts of money that they could technically burn. And when you look at the contracts that they've gotten off the books, like... That frees up an immense amount of wages. And if they can get Sammy Nasri off the books, oh, good God. Like, and 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 by all rights, I, I mean, he's a guy who probably should have, I mean, I guess he falls under preseason so far, right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean... Uh, I I don't it's I, it's time for Nasri to go, dude. Did you, I assume that you saw those reports about. Yeah, of course I did. Yeah, and 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 I want to say this real quick. I'm sorry. Yeah, if you have a leak that massive going to that many papers, that's usually orchestrated from 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 the organization itself. Like, and I'm not criticizing Manchester City at all. I don't. It's understandable why they would leak that. If he's being that much of a diva or that much of a distraction on a preseason tour, then it's just time to go. Like, I mean, it, it's 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 always something with him. And the odd yeah. part odd part is is he managed to have a distraction year free year with Sevilla and the minute he comes back it's like Game on! I don't understand. He's under the doping ban. Full disclosure: Sam Nasri has always been one of my least favorite City players, honestly. And it's not because of you know anything that has to do. He would be perfect if he could just you know not be like this. But he's he's weak. He's a weak player. There's always some, like you said. There's always something. And I I think that 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 moment where he. He ducked the wall in the Manchester Derby in 2012. Is always ultimately going to define his city career, and that's just the way it is. So I'm I'm not going to be sad to see him go, honestly, at all. Just I I don't I've never liked him. So you know, bye. Um, I do want to talk about the uh, the the the, uh, the the game, the Man United game. I'm not surprised by the result. They played. They had like what? They were on their like fourth friendly, and we were on their our first. It's no big deal. Phil Foden raised some eyebrows, wouldn't you say? You know, 17 years old. Um, I, I I don't think we're going to see him get a ton of first team action this year, if any. But that was eye opening, I would say. 
Yeah, well, I mean, we all know about the Pogba photo that made its rounds about him bossing the kid that that became a brutal thread for for the for the poor man that decided to send that tweet out. Just <laughs> he took a massive internet L. But uh, you know. Um, Guardiola obviously had high praise for the kid. I think a lot of it is meant to build the kid's confidence because you look at... I mean, you, 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 you got one kid who is Jadon Sancho who's claiming I can't find a way in Which to the nonsense. first... Yeah, I, I mean... But 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 Manchester City are set to you lose out on him. On the other hand, now you've got this revelation, Phil Foden. You you know you're, you're feeling like okay, you got a kid here who's a Mancunian. You know he loves City. He's a City fan. He ticks all the boxes that that you want in a player. He's clearly a very very talented player i mean that touch to get by mcdorian uh and and around herrera i believe it was uh i mean that that was a thing of beauty the kids obviously got skill and 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 i understand why guardiola has him but i i think he'll get some first team play this year maybe um I could see him getting a look in in a lower tier uh, cup game, um, but I think that would be the extent of it, you know. Um, but I know that Manchester City have also commented on it, or Guardiola's commented on it, that you know, saying he's gonna you know play a a role, or he's definitely gonna be training with the first team for most or part of the year, so. Um, I don't think he goes out on loan. Do you? I don't know. I, I I think City usually start loaning guys when they're close to like twenty years old. I think it's early for them to start loaning him. Um, I think he stays. Maybe plays the odd league cup game. Definitely trains with the first team. Um, I don't think he goes out on loan. On the topic of Sancho, you know, I don't sympathize because I think he would be making a rash decision. I think there's a, there's a path to the first team if he's good enough. You know, that's kind of the policy that I'll use for everyone. But I do think that this is a side effect. There are consequences to watching highly touted guys um, come through the academy, do everything right, and then not get a chance. Like, the, the, their handling of Jason Denier has been disgraceful, and I'm not afraid to say that. Um, they have... They have not done done him well at all. And I think you look at a guy like Kelechi Inacho, who did everything right, came up, got in the first team, scored important goals, did everything they asked of him, and found himself uh, marginalized and probably sold this summer. Um, you know, I'm not saying that they're wrong to do that, but I think when that happens, there are consequences. And I don't know if that has factored into Sancho's thinking. And I, again, I don't know that they're even wrong to be doing that. But, you know... I think that at some point they're going to need to show tangible progress. I I I to the first team. Yeah, I I I I understand why Ianacho isn't is going to be sold. I mean, it it's one of those things where he fit in better with the old system 
than with the new. And a new coach, unfortunately, meant a system change. And unfortunately for Iannaccio, it was the coach they wanted all along. Um, the only thing I don't understand is why they weren't having the kids play Guardiola-style football or bringing in coaches that, you know, did play the Guardiola way so that these kids... Ultimately, by not prepping the, the, the kids in the youth system for this type of football, then there's ultimately been decisions that they've had to make on guys like Denayer, which I also <clears throat> don't agree with their handling of him. I, I think it's... I think it's been really. I, I don't understand why they didn't grant his wish and trans, you know, just give him his transfer. <laughs> um, they continue to loan him out, which I, I just think is. I mean, when you do that, you're you're not just saying we don't give a damn what you want. You're saying we're only going to do what we want, and. I think that it has a trickle-down effect to some players, and they and they see that and say, these are guys who did everything. And maybe Jadon Sancho think, looks at his style of play and says, I'm I'm not I, that's not my game. So I don't see a path to the first team. And and he may be right about that. If, you know, that doesn't mean he's not talented enough. It may just mean that's not his game. Um, so, I mean, you, you, you are going to, as you said, have that with guys. But also there's going to be guys that are just victims of coaching changes. It's, it's sort of like that in college football, you know. Like, it sucks to be that quarterback, like Sam Darnold. Yeah, Sam Darnold, you know, fit the system. And I think it's it's one of those things where, um, you know, some guys fit the system, some guys don't. And, and you ultimately have some guys that uh, have to be transferred on because they don't match where the uh, the club is going. And it's it's unfortunate because, you you know, we've grown fond of Iannaccio. I personally really like Denayer. I I don't understand how it is he isn't good enough. I'm I'm just I'm I'm curious about it. I'm I, I'm genuinely curious about him. Me too. Um. So yeah, Real Madrid coming up. Um. We'll talk about it at some point, I'm sure. But I'm excited. I'm excited to see what this team can do for sure. Yeah. I um. <clears throat> Um, do we see? Uh, we have one more listener question. Yeah, we do. We have uh, just says uh, Dasane and Sterling uh, swap wings, and since we got capable fullbacks, they'd both prefer to cut in. I don't um, think so. No. No. I think I, like Sane on the left, and Guardiola spoke about liking Sterling on the right last year. Yeah, I, I I think both guys, it's it's their more natural position. I don't like Raheem Sterling on the left. I think he's not as decisive. I think he has fewer tricks. 
I think on the right hand side is he's he's more confident. I, I think he's able to accomplish more, and I think we saw a glimpse of what he's capable of doing uh, un, under Guardiola last year. <clears throat> so <clears throat> he's a uh, he's a player that's still growing. <clears throat> And I think he's better served staying where he's at and, and maturing there. I agree. That's my yeah. personal opinion. I agree. All right. Any closing thoughts here? Uh, no, I just say I'm excited for Real Madrid tonight. I don't expect City will win this game. They lost it last year. Uh, but then again, Real Madrid lost to Manchester United in, in, what will, <laughs> in what will go down as... Uh, historical ignominy. Um, that's still. Oh, it's just right. the yeah. shootout I've ever seen in my life. All right. Um, you can follow us on Twitter at America Citizens. We are sponsored by Blog Talk Radio. You can subscribe to us on iTunes. Just search American Citizens. And uh, for Josh, my name is Gray. Thanks for listening. We'll be back at it again soon. Thanks, everybody. Have a great weekend.